the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware, where our mission is to inspire and enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, responsible, caring citizens. Now, please enjoy the podcast. The Boys and Girls Club has helped me through a lot. Welcome to the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware podcast, a show where I sit down with the past and present to talk about their journeys and how much the Boys and Girls Club has had an impact on their lives. It's helped me by providing me with a safe haven. I used to be very reserved, very quiet, very shy. But when I walked into the Boys and Girls Club, I had people there who cared about me and who cared about my life. And that, that made a really big impact on me. I'm your host, Blake the Brain, and this is a podcast about the people for the people. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check one two. One two. Mic check. Mic check one two. Can one you, two. Can they hear you? Can they hear me? I think that people can hear you. I think that people have spoken and they have spoken about choosing you. My name is Blake the Brain and welcome to the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware podcast. I'm here with a very, very, very special guest, <laughs> the 2021 Youth of the Year, Adasia Hawkins. Hi. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like she's so. Are you shy? Are you a shy person? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I get the 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 energy that you are shy. But then being at the youth of the year event, um, when you got up on stage, I, I seen the energy and you you kind of like lit up and, and you kind of kind of came out the shell. Even when we did the, the seventy three questions, um, you kind of came out the shell. Do you think that you're shy? Just need to be pushed a little bit, or what? Um, I would say for most of my life, I was a really shy person, but once I'm pushed or I meet someone like, I love your energy. So when I meet someone that has the energy that I feel like I can feed off of, I tend to like step out of my shell a little bit more. Okay. So it's my job to make sure you step out of your shell on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Um, and listen, we just starting this podcast. You're the first guest Yay. Uh, on this podcast that we're starting with the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware. And we traveled all the way down here to your hometown, yes. to your home Boys and Girls Club, where you were the youth of the year for the degraded over mm-hmm. boys and girls club um and then you became the youth of the year for the entire state of delaware where you will represent the state of delaware yes. do you, do, is that a lot of pressure for you i mean yes it's a lot of pressure but at the end of the day i'm so happy it happened like my reaction was completely real i was in awe and i was in complete shock because a lot of the competitors had amazing speeches too and 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 when you guys did the speeches, we actually did that during uh, Selection Weekend. Now, it, is, it has been a process, um, even when we met for the first time at uh, the, greater, the Greater Newark Boys and Girls Club. Right. That was the first time we met, and, and you guys met a couple other contestants. Like, when you were in the room, were you, like, sizing up everybody? Like, you looking like, okay, she might be competition, <laughs> she might be competition. Or were you just like, hey, I'm just enjoying this moment? How were you? I was honestly not even, like, thinking about competition. I was just enjoying the moment. Because at the end of the day, I was really like, well, even if I don't win, I literally just want to remember this as a time that I was chosen to represent not only my club, but like Delaware in general. So like that's I just want to remember that. That was good. And it was a good experience because that was my first time getting to meet a lot of you guys. And I had a, a, a wonderful time meeting you guys, getting to know you guys a little bit further for this election weekend where we did 73 questions <laughs> where we ask you guys, we ask all of the youth of the year, um, 73 random questions. Some were catered to um, your experience at the Boys and Girls Club and some were very random. Like who, uh, one of the questions was, if you could do an IG live session, who would you do it with? Who would you do it with? Um, I think 
think I would do it with Beyonce. I mean, honestly, I just love like people like Beyonce, Zendaya, Kiki Palmer, people like that are people I look up to. So probably one of them. Well, listen, I'm pretty sure you have a lot of youth here that look up to you um, here at the Dover Boys and Girls Club. So first of all, how were you selected? I mean, when you found out you was going to be the youth of the year for Dover? When I was selected, well, I was doing the teen employment program, which is how I was hired at the Boys and Girls Club. And they were giving us our job positions. And after they gave me mine, they also told me about um, being picked to be youth of the year. So I got my job and then I got a selection. So it was kind of two for one for me. It was, right, right. <laughs> it was amazing. So, of course, I said yes. And I texted my mom. I was like, Mom, they, they offered me to be youth of the year. I am get to be their social media and content assistant. Like, I just got everything in one day. Oh, one day. They offered <laughs> you a job and a youth of the year at the same you know, time. I got my job and youth of the year. Now, I know you said you mentioned that you do um, the social media here at the Boys and Girls Club um, yes. in Dover. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Um, what we do, me and my coworker, is we basically use it for teen program assets. So we also not just do the social media page, but we also try to plan some events. So I know it was last week we did ice cream, we did cupcakes, and we did, like, cookies, candy. And then the gym was open, so they, did, they ate everything, and then they went to the gym. <laughs> so we try to plan little events, too. And then for social media... There's a basketball program, so to promote that program, we like to go in there, take pictures, record videos of everyone just having fun. And then we also use it to keep up to date on closings and thing, little things like that. I got you. Now, now on my way down here, now, um, this is a new Boys and Girls Club. How long have you guys been here? I've been here for four years. Is, has this facility been here for four years? I think it might have been here a little bit longer because I think it might have been here a little bit longer. Now, I'm, I'm a Boys and Girls Club alumni now. I used to work at Delaware State University. The Boys and Girls Club that I remember was in, <laughs> I think it was the Simon Circle, something like that. I think it was, my, let's, trust me. I've heard of the Simon yeah, Circle. Yeah, it was in a different Club. neighborhood. And, and just to see it expand to where it is now. You don't know about those days, though. <laughs> it, was, it was a smaller facility. But the facilities here are great. You have a great opportunity. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about, i seen your mom. She was out there. Uh, she represented, she represented you at the gala. How important has your mother been in this journey um, just for you, just kind of growing up as, as a teen, going through COVID and going through the youth of the year process, how important has she been? My mom is like my best friend. There's that expression that your mom is your best friend. My mom is my best friend. She's been with me through everything, and I love her for that. And I feel like the youth of the year, like she sees the articles and she sees the pictures. She prints them out of her desk and she posts them on her desk. Right, right. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm, I'm representing you. I'm putting them all over my desk. And I'm like, I love her for that. I think she's been one of my number one supporters for sure in all of this. Her and my little brother. You have a little brother? How old is he? Um, my brother is nine. He's uh, about well, he just turned ten. Now, and I think when we were talking before, I think you said you're only a sophomore in high school. Yes. So that, first of all, that's phenomenal. You're only a sophomore in high school. Got you to the year. <laughs> got a job. Mm-hmm. Making a couple coins. <laughs> you got the bag already, as they, yes. as you young folks say. You got to the bag. You to the year representing Delaware. Do you feel like that's a lot of pressure on you? As only a sophomore in high school, or do you like? No, I love this challenge. I love this opportunity. Um, I remember I've been through a lot of challenges in my life, like my epilepsy. Uh, I have my heart surgery and a lot of stuff like that. So I like taking. I've honestly, because of all that, I like taking challenges head on, and I kind of want to take this one head on too. So yes, it is a challenge, but I know that. I have my club beside me, my family, and my friends beside me because I get all their texts like, oh, my God, congratulations, and all that. So I feel like I'm going to take this head on, and I'm going to make my family and my friends proud. Gotcha. That's what's up. I know you talked about it, too, when you did your, um, you did your speech. Um, how was that? 
kind of growing up? How much did that weigh on you? Did you, like, what were your thoughts going through that whole process? How tough was it on you and your family? Uh, it weighed a lot on me, if I'm going to be honest, because I was only 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't play sports, wanted to go out for basketball. My neurologist said no, because I couldn't risk getting a head injury. Um, it did weigh a lot on my family, too, but God bless. I just want to say God bless my little brother. He knew every sign. Because um, there's one thing called absence seizures, which I still have, and that I'm still medicated for, where you kind of stare out and you don't know what you're doing. And my brother, my little brother knew every sign. He knew when to mm-hmm. tell my mom to pull the car over. He knew when to tell my mom, hey, sissy doesn't look right. So I feel like it did weigh heavy on my family, but they always knew exactly what to do. That's good. I mean, shout out to your little brother. <laughs> yes, I love Sh- you, especially son. Shout out to your little brother. <laughs> um, and I know that was definitely tough. Very. Um, and how are you handling it now? Um, I speak on it. There was times where I didn't want to bring it up, but my friends would ask me if I was okay. But like, please don't ask me that. I don't want to be looked at any different. But now I'm glad to be different because I know there's people that have disabilities or that are looked at differently. And I want them to know that, like, it's okay. And I want to kind of embrace my difference. That's good. I mean, I think that's a great opportunity. Uh, and I don't want to say opportunity in, in that way. But like you said, I think you're turning that into something positive, how I can use this to, to give knowledge to other people. Yes. Um, I mean, you're giving knowledge to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like I mean, what you said, you say you stare out and you're doing things you don't know you're doing. Like, I don't, I don't know too much about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I'll be the first person to tell anybody. It's a lot of things I don't know, but I always do want to know once um, something becomes um, um, put on a table. Right. And so I go out to you. When I go home, I'll Google it. <laughs> That's and what we had to do because yeah. we didn't know what it was either. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was like, what is this? So when you were diagnosed by the doctor? Yes. How was that? Like, um, I was in school. I passed out in school. Oh, my God. So look, <laughs> yes. this, is, this is getting deep, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're getting deep on the first podcast. <laughs> but, this, but this, I mean, tell me about it. Like, you um, were at school? I was at school. This, someone came in to present, I'm pretty sure, and I passed out in school, yeah. And I was rushed to the hospital. Um, I was hospitalized. They did a bunch of tests. There was this one. I don't remember what it's called, but they put these, like, little wires with these little sticky things on so they can, like, look at your brain patterns and things like that, and that's how I got diagnosed. Wow. Yeah. And, and during that day when you got diagnosed, like, how did it make you feel? Um, a little scared for myself, if I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. because I was like, um, I don't know, really know what's going on. And, yeah, that's kind of how, how I How old were you? 11. Wow. And you're 16? Yes. 16 now. Yes. So five years ago, you were in the hospital. Your mom, I'm pretty sure she was. My you? mom is a warrior. She keeps a strong face for us, and I love her for that. I'm pretty sure. Listen, I'm telling you, even though I have a niece, and she's actually a year younger than you. Huh. And I'm pretty sure, you know, she, you know as parents, they got to put on that strong face that, you know. But I'm pretty sure I guarantee your mom cried behind she, doors. She did. I know she did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, I'm about to cry right now. <laughs> you're just telling me, but. I'm seeing how you're so vibrant and um, you're taking on that challenge and and you're using it not as a as a crutch, but using it as I mean, if you use it as a crutch in a good way to make you stronger. I don't know if that makes any sense. And you're kind of taking that. But we don't want to dive too much into that. I don't don't want to go down there. But um, but talk about what school do you go to? Dover High. You go Dover High? Yes. All right, how do they treat you now until you get to the year? Did you, did you go on, like, are you in class? Is it Zoom? What is oh, it? Oh, I'm on Zoom. 
Did you like walk around with your trophy? The funny thing is, I literally got a message from my teacher today because I was messaging him about something that I was having trouble with. And he messaged me, oh, by the way, congratulations. I saw the post and my school had like posted me on their Facebook. I was like, oh, my God. That's what's up. Do you feel like a star? <laughs> a little bit. No, you absolutely should. I think it, embrace it. Embrace it and go with it. Because um, one of those things to where um, you don't want to be like, look at like that attention on you. Mm-hmm. But it's something that people are just recognizing you. Do you feel added pressure? Um, a little bit now. Because <laughs> it was more like just my family, my club. You know, some of Delaware that didn't really know me, but now does. And, like, my friends. But now it's, like, everyone. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a youth of the year, you're always going to remember. Like, all the contestants that were, all the other youth that were with you, they're always going to remember you. And the reason why I say that is because I was a youth of the year for H. Fletcher Brown Boys and Girls Club. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry about that. Years ago. <laughs> years ago. Long, long, long time ago. And I remember that experience. It, it, it was before it expanded to where it is now. Um, but we had the selection weekend in Dover. I think we went bowling that night before. And then, you know, you had, like, the speeches and all that, that stuff the next day. And I remember people... Um, from the Youth of the Year. I actually talked to a friend of mine who actually lives in Atlanta right now. She was one of the Youth of the Years for Claymont. And, and we're really cool. We're still really cool um, thanks to, you know, social media because if not, I would have lost track of her. <laughs> but it was another lady who was a young lady who was the Youth of the Year and I forget her name. It's escaping me. But I will never forget her because she, like, stood out. And I think we all knew it and she had it. And I can't remember the last time I seen her. I didn't look her up. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna look her up. But all that to say is that the other youth—they're all looking at you. Everybody's looking at you. You have this pressure, but it's also, you know, with, as they're saying, with great gifts comes great responsibility. Something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what it is. Do you feel like you have a great responsibility to represent Delaware? I do. I do because I've lived here my whole life. Like this is my literally my home. This Boys and Girls Club is my home. So. It's like when you don't want to, like, even though I don't know everybody in Delaware because it's my home, they're like my family, if that makes sense. So it's like Absolutely. not wanting to disappoint your family, but also not wanting to put too much pressure on yourself. Absolutely. I mean, I think um, I look at pressure as, as a great opportunity for you to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, now I'm, I'm saying as an adult, when I was your age, I looked at pressure a little bit differently. Um, I think pressure, I look at it now like I want the pressure. I want the big lights. <laughs> and I do because I'm all about growing. How can we grow? How can we become better? And you become better by pressure because it makes you uncomfortable. Right. And when you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, that's where you grow. That's where you learn a lot about yourself. Either you have it or you don't, but you learn if you don't have it, what you need to do to attain it. So I'm asking a lot of questions when it comes to pressure because I want you to represent Delaware. I want you to do a fantastic job, which I know you're going to do. Thank you. I think when is nationals? Um, uh, is I it regionals? Regionals, regionals yeah. I think regionals, nationals. I think regionals sometime in June, July, somewhere yeah. in there. I know um, Lai Lambert. You ever heard of Lai Lambert? No, I have not. Larry was the youth of the year for Delaware, I think a couple years before me. And he won regionals. And I'm trying to think that he got the nationals. And they're probably going to be mad at me because I can't remember. It was years ago, like (laughs) over like probably like 20 years ago. Oh, they can't get mad then. Yeah, it was 20 years. But I remember Larry, and I actually went to high school with him. He was a couple years ahead of me. But every time I see him, I'm like, that's the youth of the year. Like, the regional youth of the year. I'm trying to think, was he national? 
but he did a fantastic. I will always remember him as the youth of the year. So a lot of people are going to remember you as, as the youth of the year for Delaware. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of pressure, but no pressure. Right. That makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. So how do you handle it now just being a regular kid in this pandemic? Because I'm going I'm to transition over to the pandemic because you got a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. Like you said, if you're going to school, if you're doing a lot of like when it first started, were you like, how did you handle that? Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't handle it well at first because all I, I never left my room. <laughs> when the pandemic first started, I never left my room. But then as it progressively um, started like going on, like I said, my mom was my best friend. We both encouraged each other. Like, let's start going on walks, even if we just walk to Target because we live near Target. Um, and then my brother and I, we would start like he loves Beyblades. <laughs> Beyblades? <laughs> so, yeah. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> what is Beyblades? It's like this little this little thing. Like it looks like a spinner, and it's, and then you like put it on this little thing, and it rips and it spins. I really, that's the best I can explain it. Oh, okay. It, I, I don't know. It's this it's this toy, and he loves it. So I play that with him sometimes. Yeah. And or I'd Facetime friends, and then as school came on, school was okay at first, but I feel like now it's the most stressful because teachers are piling work. It's the end of the marking period. Testing's coming up. But I feel like if I just keep going the same pace I did in the beginning of the year, which was do all my assignments, I'm, I feel like this is going to make me sound like such an overachiever. No, no I go ahead. Overachieve. I, <laughs> I do all my assignments like the day they're due, whether they're not doing like a week in advance, because I can't handle doing work last minute. It stresses me oh, so out. Oh, the, the day they assign it. Yes, it stresses me out. Right, right. I can't do work last minute. It stresses me out. And then I have friends that are like, I still have to do this. And I'm like, but it's due tomorrow night. Like, it stresses me out doing work late. No, I think that's a fantastic <laughs> uh, thing that you're doing by not procrastinating and doing it when the assignment is out. And then, yeah. I mean, when you look at your, you know, your peers and you see them procrastinating, what are you, what are you thinking about them? Um, like I'm, you said, well, how could you do tomorrow? What are you doing, <laughs> man? Like, are you thinking like, I don't want to be in that position. That's why I do things early. Uh, for sure, because I, a lot of my friends like will just put it off. Like I know I can get it done, or like I know this teacher will give me extra time. But like I know I have to work, <laughs> and then also I've been doing stuff for you the year, and then that's just always been me in general. Though um, my family's really score oriented, not putting pressure on us, but like knowing that we can do our best. Yeah, <laughs> like I have this funny story. Tell stories. <laughs> um, Okay, so I'm an A, not, I'm not going to say straight, well, straight A student this year, but some A's and B's, they fluctuate. And it was, I want to say seventh grade, and it was my progress report. I got a C, and I thought it was a 79. I thought my mom was going to be upset, like I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, what are you crying for? It's a C. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I would have got a 79, I'd have been like, yes, good job <laughs> by me. But we're different. <laughs> That's a high, it's a B minus to me. No, they changed it, so it's a C now. Yeah, got you. Yeah, and I was like, it's a, and it, I was like, you're not math. She was like, girl, and it's math, and you're not good at math either. She was like, if you don't wipe your face, <laughs> you will have that grade up to a B by yeah. by progress sports. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, do you put a lot of pressure on yourself academically? I used to. I I stopped this year. I was like, I'm gonna calm myself down, just like relax. If I get like a bad grade, I can just talk to my teacher. I've stopped doing that a lot because that like damaged my mental health. I got you, and I'm I'm actually um. I think I'm gonna I'm have my niece talk to you, okay, and probably ask you some questions because she's in ninth grade and she got to high school without having high school yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I mean, she entered high school in the pandemic, Aww. so she really doesn't have any like friends like that. You know what I mean? Because she didn't get a chance to meet people, and she's a very social person. But I see how the pandemic has has put her in a box a little bit but she's very academically gifted she's in all these honors courses she's been in it she's been deemed gifted since she was young so 
I know she puts a lot of pressure on herself academically. So I'm gonna. I'm she put seems you, like a mini me. <laughs> absolutely, she probably is. She she probably is. I I do see a lot of my niece in you when it comes to academically and energy. She has the same energy, but very shy, but still very outgoing at the same time. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I want to switch gears a little bit, right? Youth of the Year selection process. You had to go in and do your speech, not at the gala, but when you were doing selection Saturday. Oh, okay. How was that? I think I did good, but honestly, when I was waiting, I was so nervous. Because going into it, I was like, I've done public speaking. The most public speaking experience I have was when I used to do theater. And I get nervous really really easily, so I was like, what if I forget something? But then I was thinking to myself, like, I can't forget my own life story. So I think I did a good job. <laughs> you said I can't forget my own life story. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of judges were, were remote, right, because of COVID? They were all remote. All I'm remote, right? Sure. I got you. I don't. I don't. I wasn't in the room because I wasn't allowed to be in the room. <laughs> but I didn't know how the process worked. Now with the, I know they had judges from all different places throughout Delaware, and they were at the gala too. Right. So when they announced, we're at the gala. They announced the runners up and all this stuff, and they announced you as the winner. Adasia Hawkins, the 2021 Boys and Girls Club of Delaware Youth of the Year. How did you feel? I'm going to be honest. I no, lie to me. You lied to me. <laughs> I didn't. My mom had to tell me to go up there. Like, that's how stunned I was. She said, Deja, go. <laughs> like, that's why it took me so long to walk up there. Because I was like, me? And then I was just like, I was like, wow. I Like, because there was times I'd be like, my friends do sports, you know. Maybe, like, I only do academics. Like, I want to do something with my life. And now I feel like I've kind of accomplished that goal. Already? <laughs> you done with you like, all right, I'm done, guys. Uh, yeah, this I'm is done. It. You did a year. This is it. I'm done. You did a year. All right, I'm good. You'll never see it Asia Hawkins again. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, no. So you did a year, and I seen when you went up there, I, I seen the energy, and, you know, you think your mom, I'm pretty sure your mom was crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who else was there that night? Um, we, Well, a van took us up there. It was my mentor, Miss Ashana. I love her so much. Yeah, you're talking about your mentor. I love Miss Ashana so much. So she was new to the Boys and Girls Club this year. And it was like, this is my first experience. This is her first experience. And it actually worked out so well because we gave off the same energy. She helped me with my essays. She brought in three people to make sure like my, edis- my essays were perfect. She was like, we don't have to edit them. They're your life story. But we just want to make sure, you know, everything's grammar correct and everything like that. And then it was like the last week. And she was giving me tips because I was nervous. She was like, you don't have to be nervous. Just make sure if you think you're going to mess up, you breathe. So it doesn't seem like, you know, you're missing a word or anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't have to memorize it. I love Mrs. Shauna so much. You know where she went to college at, right? <laughs> yeah, she's a hornet. Hey! <laughs> shout out to my Delaware State University Shout hornets. out to Dell State. My De- mom is a hornet, too. Your mom's a hornet, too? That's yes. right. We bleed red. You see, we bleed red. I know yes. somebody out there like, don't we all bleed red? Well, it's a different red. Oh, at different State. red for hornets. It's a different red for hornets. <laughs> um, and I do know her. And she did a fantastic job. You guys did a fantastic job um, becoming the youth of the year. So now, you transition from... You to the year. After that, what do you do? Did um, he tell you what you, what you do next? What's next? Next? <laughs> what do you mean by next? No, as far as as far as the youth of the year, like when you go to regionals, all that stuff. Do you do you have to do preparation? Is it plans? Do you have to go? You just gotta wait. Uh, yeah, I'm just waiting to hear honestly. But I feel <laughs> like they said it's kind of like the same thing. I'm just giving my speech again. Yeah. So I'm gonna probably practice my speech, like just say it out loud to like feel it, but. I had a problem doing my speech before because I was like, I was holding flashcards. And like one of the supervisors was like, why are you doing that? And I was like, I'm nervous. And he was like, come on now. (laughs) Like, you know, this is your story. Don't be nervous. So I'm just going to make sure like 
I kind of channel all my nervousness, honestly, into my speech because that's how I did it at the gala, and that kind of worked for me. Yeah, no, it did. I mean, you can see the energy. I always say, my, my football coach used to say, you, it's okay to be nervous, but you can't be scared. Yes. And nervousness is just good energy. When you're in this room with 49 or how many other youth of the year from different states, do you think you will feel pressure again? Or you think, like, I'm good, I'm confident, I'm going to go do what I do? How do you think you're going to be? I think my thought process is probably going to start out as, like, I'm probably going to be a little bit scared. Like, wow, there's, like, 49 to 50 other people here. Probably have great speeches, great background stories. But then at the end of the day, you know, as I'm giving my speech, it kind of gives me this sort of confidence. Like, wow, I've been through this, this, that, and the third. But this place has, like, generally helped me. And that I feel like along the lines of that, that starts to build my confidence throughout my speech. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to you. I think, you, I think you're going to be phenomenal. Thank you. I think you're going to do a fantastic job. I'm pretty sure you're going to represent the state of Delaware very well. You're going to represent your mother very well. And, yes. and your little brother. Yes. <laughs> and your little brother. You're going to represent them very well. So now I want to have some fun with you. Is that okay? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. You give me your rapid response. We kind of did 72 questions. But oh, yeah. Kind of the sort of thing. But I want to hear your rapid response. You tell me how you feel. Okay. First question. What is your favorite thing to do? Listen to music. Who's your favorite artist? Jacquees or... Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Jacquees or Chris Brown or Jeremiah. Okay. <laughs> so R&B style. R&B style? Yes. That's more of a style. Who's your favorite actor? Mm. Zendaya. That's since I was little. <laughs> Zendaya? Yes, since wow. I was little. <laughs> Zendaya is part of... She was in Colombiana, right? Um, Unsure. Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. What movie? Um, well, I watched. I started off watching her on Shake It Up on Disney Channel, and then just progressed from there. So. Yeah. Don't know who Zendaya is. <laughs> I heard her name. Don't know who Zendaya yeah. is. Favorite food? Ooh, French fries. Yes. <laughs> Favorite chore? It used to be doing the dishes. Now I'm gonna say cleaning my room. I used to love doing the dishes. Not anymore. <laughs> I used to love doing the, I, I still kind of like, I still do the dishes the old way. I have a dishwasher. I'm like, no, I'm old school. Would it give me some dishwasher? Give me a little bucket. <laughs> that used to be me, like, yeah. Me little, I'm a little Section 8 kid. Give me that joint, put it all together, mm-hmm. put some music on. That was me. I had my earbuds in, turned them all the way up. All the way up. Leave mm-hmm. me alone. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I do the dishes. It was four of us in, in the house. Wow. And we were all knuckleheads. <laughs> Three boys and one girl. Wow. And we all grew up with the Boys and Girls Club. All yeah. alumni the Boys and Girls Club. Three of us end up going to Delaware State University, graduated from Delaware State. Um, so Hornets runs in your family. Three? Yeah, three. <laughs> three. We all believe it. And none of us wanted to go, but it ended up being the best decision for all of us. <laughs> well, I know for me. I'm pretty sure my brother, too. Right. My sister, I ask her. I don't know. We figured it out. Okay, so one of my questions I always like to ask people is, what is the biggest struggle that they had to overcome so far? And I don't, I don't want to speak for you. I think I might know what yours is. But what would you say your biggest struggle you had to overcome so far in your life? Well, yes, epilepsy was one of my biggest struggles. But I would say because of my epilepsy, I kind of closed myself off. So I would say my self-confidence and my shyness would be a struggle for me. I got you. Yeah. So, somebody, so a young lady in your footsteps, a young lady or a young man, your age and younger, what advice would you give them? Um, I would tell them that it's okay to be their self because that's kind of what I didn't like. I didn't like that I was different now that I was diagnosed. It's okay to be yourself. And if that your friends don't love you for you, then they're not your real friends. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I've never had any fake friends, but I'm just saying, like, my friends were always there for me and they cared for me even though I was different. So, like, I always thought, like, you know, like, why are you guys asking me these questions and stuff like that? But truly, it's because they cared. No new friends. <laughs> I don't have that many new friends. I made, like, one. I keep the same circle. Keep the same circle. I'm the same <laughs> way. I have my friends have been my friends since the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. I still we was, talk to someone. Since we were five years old. I mean, my best friends. Wow. Went to the Boys and Girls Club. You, was only, you had to be six years old to get into the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. I went there when I was five. I was sneaking in thinking I was doing something. Like, yo, we know. They'd be like, we know you ain't six years old. We're going to let you in a little bit. Some days out there, let me in. Um, but my best friend, Chad, best friend, Mike, um, my cousin, Ali, but he's family. But right. those, I mean, we're still best friends to this day because of the Boys and Girls Club. That's where we played basketball together. And, like, we grew through the ranks together. And we would go there every Day like the boys and girls, I tell people all the time. Boys and girls club saved my life, saved a lot of our, it our does lives. Save a lot of kids where lives. we grew up at, we grew up on the north side of Wilmington, and it saved so many people. Even the people who went to Jackson Street, we to Newark. It was just our safe haven because we didn't have a lot. You know what I mean? And we yeah. weren't necessarily taught a lot. A lot of our parents weren't taught how to teach your children. If that makes any sense, I get right? what you're saying. They weren't taught certain things. You know what I mean? So a lot of the stuff that we're, we're like first generation of changing when it comes to knowledge and education, first first generation college students, and trying to maneuver those and, and change some, uh, as they say, generational curses. And it, it wasn't that our parents didn't love us, and they just didn't know. Right. You know what I mean? So Boys and Girls Club was kind of like a safe haven where I met a lot of my mentors. And you talked about your mentor. Do you think you'll come back and be a mentor one day? Um, I plan on trying to apply um, fully to try and get into the classroom this summer. So, yes, I miss being in the classroom with the kids. So you're ready to be a mentor right now. <laughs> yes. I miss being in the classroom with them. So when you walk around the Boys and Girls Club now, since everybody knows you're the youth of the year, do some of the kids come up to you? Um, uh, actually, yes. I walked in a classroom where the, where my old kids used to be just to say hi to them. And one of them walked up and said, congratulations. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I miss y'all so much. I can't wait to get back in the classroom. Listen, I know you can't <laughs> wait to get back in the classroom. Like I said, we're looking forward to you doing great things, big things, as they say, big things, big things, big things. <laughs> listen, all this stuff is going, but I have one last question for you. Okay. All right. Adesha Hawkins. Yes. What does the Boys and Girls Club mean to you? The Boys and Girls Club is literally my everything. The past four years that I've gone here, I've grown. I've gained mentors. I've gained confidence. I've met new friends that have also kind of helped me step out of my shell. Like, I've met the first two people I've met here, sadly, don't go in here anymore because they aged out. But they were two of the most nicest and exciting people I've ever met. And their personalities, I kind of just fed off of mine. Um, and the mentors that I met here, they taught me so much. And I even still, like, talk to them today. Like, even if they didn't leave, they'll write me, like, reference letters for school or for a job. So I feel like this Boys and Girls Club is, like, a big family. And even if they don't work here anymore or they don't go here anymore, they're still, when you need them, you can reach out to them. That's what's up. Ladies and gentlemen, Adesha Hawkins, the 2021 Boys and Girls Club of Delaware Youth of the Year. I'm your host, Blake Lorraine, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Boys and Girls Club podcast. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Good stuff.